Welcome to your weekly astrology forecast from Born Without Boundaries to Row here on Astrology Motivation. This is where I review the astrology for the week ahead. It's so beautiful, I want to cry. Um, what I will review with you and go over is the energy generated by the major transits and aspects of the planetary bodies in relationship to Earth, how it's going to impact us. I'm going to describe for you the energies. I don't know what house, which is what part of your life it's going to be playing out in because I can't see your natal charts. So what I'm just going to say is take it where it resonates or for those of you who are really into astrology, go check out your natal charts and see how the planetary motions now are interacting with you. But also remember that you're not who you started out as. Not to underestimate the natal chart. Um, maybe you might want to see the interaction between now and your, and your progressed chart, like where you are in your life now. Let's go back. Why am I in love with this week? It's really hard not to love this week, guys. Um, the astrology this week is, is so harmonious and beautiful. Leading up to that full moon, that was just poof, popped, and that's kind of what full moons are for. You're just, you're just ready to explode and let go. The energy is ripe. There were so many oppositions, which are real conflicts, it, real conflicts and difficulties, and squares, which are challenges and obstacles. So it was more of a difficult astrology leading up to that full moon. And then after that full moon, it dissipated. It started, it started to loosen up a little bit. Starting on Sunday, we're going to see one of the most beautiful days of this year. It is a particularly special day. And I feel like somebody very special is going to be born on this day. And it could be... But now on an individual basis, it could be you. It could be you being reborn into this new life and this new self. Think of the world card in the tarot deck. Really the moment when you realize the old way is gone. The new way has begun. And that is when the moon is in Cancer. When the moon is in Cancer on Sunday, the moon forms a grand water trine with all of the planets, the planetary powerhouse in Scorpio and the absolute God space that is happening in Pisces. You have Jupiter and Neptune in Pisces, and then you have the sun, Mercury and Venus. And of course the South node all in Scorpio. And when the moon roams into its home of cancer, it is also a powerhouse in birthing something new really beginning a whole new life after washing away and cleaning out the old self, the old life. This is a resurrective moment for us. Let's talk a little bit about what's happening in Scorpio on that day. <sighs> Venus, Mercury, and the sun are in conjunction with each other. This is a powerhouse of optimism, opportunity, confidence, and superstardom. Looking at the charts, if I just saw that, I said, wow, what a wonderful day, but it, that's not even part, that, that's just scratching the surface. The fact that the moon is in harmony with this is glorious, but the fact that Pluto itself is sextile to this conjunction 
And not only sextile to this conjunction, but Pluto is sextile to Jupiter. It's been sextile to Jupiter all last week as well. But simultaneously, Jupiter is in harmony and trining the conjunction in Scorpio. Ugh. If I didn't know better, I think this was, this was the birth of the second coming. This was the birth of the new hope for the world. Now that could come to us in idea form because Uranus is still very active right now. Uranus is in opposition to the sun, saying that we really gotta change what we value. Uranus is still very active in Taurus, saying we gotta change these traditions. But I gotta tell you folks, this is, this is when the Messiah gets born. Now I've never seen the natal chart of Jesus or Muhammad or Buddha or any of those particular people that carried the weight of reminding us how we had to change. Every once in a while you get a prophet and it doesn't even happen every generation. It doesn't even happen every millennial, millennia. But I feel like this would be the sign or the configuration under which a new one was born, especially when that moon hits cancer. It is in direct opposition to Pluto. That means pain and sorrow and suffering transferred into new life. My friends, that is birth. That is labor. That is contractions. This is the, this is the universe itself or the, the earth itself contracting, going through contractions. And by the time we get around to the end of this week, this is a new birth. This is the birth of something gorgeous. And yes, it will be denied. And yes, it will be um, fought. People will fight over it. Um, there will be, uh, when, once, the moon enters, once the moon enters Leo, there's all, all of a sudden a lot of squares in the air again. Square, square. Is, this, is this authentic? Is this real? Now, is it the birth of a person? Well, there will be people born on that day. There are people born every day, <laughs> let me say. As an astrologer, if I looked at that natal chart and I saw Pluto opposite the moon, sextile to Jupiter and a conjunction between the sun, Venus, and Mercury with a trine between Jupiter and Neptune and the conjunction between sun, Venus, and Mercury. With Uranus riding the axis between the nodes, Fuck yeah, I would say, this is the goddamn Messiah. Yes, I would say that. I would say this is a person born to change what we are and how we live. Now, it may not be a person that affects us now. It may be an idea. Because with Uranus, remember, Uranus is basically math. Uranus is the vocabulary of the universe, which is mathematics. I think that it could very well be that a discovery, and I've been feeling this vibe for a while because of how Uranus was interacting with Neptune and Saturn and Jupiter. There's just this sense of something quantifiable mathematics, but also completely out of the box and really unfathomable is going to come into the world. It's almost like something extremely spiritual is going to finally be proven by something mathematics, by something empirical, which is mathematics. Now, mathematics is very much like music. <laughs> music is very mathematical. But if, if you really look at mathematics, mathematics is the language or the vocabulary of our universe. 
it is not just dollars and cents and quantifiable units. It is a language. It is the language that we now understand the universe is and is built on. It speaks. It is the fabric of our universe. Uranus itself was discovered through mathematics. So it's this concept of what door mathematics will open up for us during this special day on Sunday. And I think it's a real big, big one. And I think it's, it's one that proves what I think a lot of spiritualists and spiritual specialists, astrologers, um, holy people have been speaking of for years, but have kind of been poo-pooed. Oh, you can't prove it. I think this is when we finally prove, if not the existence of God, then the existence of something that only spirituality has spoken of over thousands of years. Now I believe it becomes quantifiable. So for me, this is a beautiful time on earth. But this is a really special day. Now, how does it affect you? There's gonna be so much harmony. Go to a musical concert with Neptune, Trine, the Sun, Venus, and Mercury. <laughs> I mean, a star is born on this day. But for us on this, I mean, like I'm talking about the next Whitney, the next Mozart the next Bob Dylan, the next Elvis, person, a person that would be so musical and so charismatic. And understand, astrologically, I don't know any of those people that I just mentioned. I don't know their birth charts. But I'm saying this is the compilation of absolute inspired genius, artistic, creative, musical because Mercury's there too and Mercury is logic and intellect and communication and the fact that the sun's there means that there's charisma and courage and notoriety and the fact that Venus is there means there's attractiveness and appeal and sensuality and the fact that it is trying to Jupiter means holy shit luck and fortune and um, Neptune is blessedness and holiness an absolute genius. Neptune is really where genius comes from because genius is what sits outside of our reality. It's, it's what only God is. And little bits of it seep through, through Neptune. I'm telling you, this is an exceptional time for you to finally experience a gorgeous harmony in your life. And the fact that Pluto is, Pluto is sextile to this all means that this is vibrational change, harmony, legitimately reconstructing everything that you are and turning you into what you were meant to be. This is a rebirth day for the globe. And for you personally, it can very much feel that way, that like I have finally shed my own skin. I have finally passed the threshold of the pain and suffering something in your life is most definitely going to be solved, cured, and put away so that the door opens for the next level. Now, as we move into the week, I have a few more notes that I have to talk to you about. Um, we have the moon moving into Leo, which poses challenges, we, we, um, which I discussed. Essentially, what that's going to do is emotionally make us conflict and all this good stuff with us emotionally, we're going to be, prove it. Pr 
prove it. I want it proved. Okay? If you know the biblical stories of after Jesus' resurrection, this was actually an important part and a respected part of God in the process saying, you know, Jesus wasn't... And this isn't me trying to convert you to Christianity, but this is a story. And you could take this as a metaphor for existence. When Jesus came back and was reborn, Thomas doubted him. And God wasn't mad at Thomas for it. God understood that that was a necessary process. The review process of interpret this for me in in reality. Because in faith, I'm here because I believe in you. But in reality, I need to measure it. And God wanted it measurable. And that's why, if you really read the Bible story, Jesus showed him his hands. That's why the stigmata was such a a blessed sign. Proof that, yeah, it's why God kind of brought Jesus back in the same body that would have died. Because he wanted it to be proof. To give them physical proof of, yeah, this is, this is, this is, this is really what happened. And so that's sort of the doubting Thomas time when the moon goes into Leo because it's part of the process, which is why there's a lot of squares. Squares aren't meant to stop things. They're meant to challenge them to make them to make the argument stronger. And that is exactly what's happening as the moon goes to Leo and into Virgo where it becomes an opposition to both Neptune and Jupiter, what is happening there? Healing. Healing. That's what's happening. The moon um, creates a grand air trine finally at the end of the week. Now, how does healing, I'm sorry, how does healing happen in Virgo? Process, pragmatism, proof. And then we go to the moon moving into Libra, where it's finally in a grand air trine again, creating some sort of harmony. And it's almost like acceptance and lightness and approval, like awakening. Oh, I get it. So that's the process that we're going through this week. Now, what else is happening? Um, little things like, I don't know, Venus moving into Sagittarius. And then the next day, Mercury moving into Sagittarius. This is a huge transit week. That's what it means. The the moon always moves. But these are two major inner planets moving out of Scorpio. They've died. And now they're born again. Now there's excitement and vitality and possibility and potential and growth and room for them to expand. Venus into Sagittarius is... Oh my God, it's like she got the flirtation on again. That's what it is. It's almost like, it's almost like, look how beautiful I am. Yes, I want to try on those Louis Vuittons. Oh my God, anything foreign, anything beautiful. She's going to be crazy about. This is like shopping spree time for her. She's adventurous and she's flirty and she's sexy again. Watch how much you spend. Venus in Sagittarius, especially going into like the Christmas big spending season, Black Friday and all, you're going to overspend because you're not, you're just impulse reacting. I I want it. I want it. I want it instead of, so just watch your, you're going to have to watch your pocketbook, but it also means fortune and abundance and growth and expansion. 
So it could come with more financial prosperity. Mercury moves into Sagittarius and he's much happier there. He's out of the investigative, obsessive, stalking, but um, forensic kind of mood that he's in in Scorpio. And then Mercury goes into Sagittarius and it's like, let me communicate it to the world. Let me translate it into a thousand different languages. Let me spread this message wide. Let me spread this message clear. Hark the fucking herald angels sing. Right? Mercury is about, Mercury in, in um, Sagittarius is about learning another language. Being open-minded and, and realizing it's like, give me the opportunity to speak a different language. It's not bad that other people speak different languages. It's great that they speak different languages. How do I communicate to you? How do I translate it to you? Broad, expand. Oh, and I want to learn. It's a great time for education. It's a great time to like put those college resumes in or, or fill out what, um, this is kind of like what kids are doing in it anyway, if you're there in college, is uh, filling out their schedule for the, for the next year. And they're going to be curious. And they're going to want to take things that they've never taken before. Maybe even more religious theology or world culture classes. Beautiful time to sign up for those, right? But it's like the whole world suddenly is opened up, but in a benefic way where we can love each other again. Mm. And we can see something to love in everyone. Beautiful fucking energy. Meanwhile, Pluto remains sextile to the sun pluto rules scorpio and it's sextile to everything in scorpio which means it is using it for a functionality for something dharmic something that had to come and has been coming maybe for generations and it's still sextile to the sun i think believe at the end of the week because at the end of the week the sun is still in scorpio it is about to move into sagittarius and when it does the moon meets the sun and we're gonna have a absolute if you look at the charts it's almost empty because there's nothing but these harmonious trines that's it on the new moon the new moon in sagittarius is legitimately the fresh start so open-minded so open-hearted but that happens not this coming week but the week after just in the beginning when we get to experience that that um new moon in sagittarius um for people with moons in Leo, the middle of the week will be particularly difficult because that is your lunar return and you'll feel everybody challenging, especially your value. Everybody asking you questions like prove it, prove it, prove it, or you'll feel like that to them. It'll pass. It'll pass by the end of the week. It'll clear up and you'll be able to listen and be interested in hearing each other again. Um, Sagittarius is you're going to really start to feel really good because you're getting some exceptional energy meeting your energy like when when venus gets and mercury two days in a row just get dumped into sagittarius as like liquid gold and it's like vitamins being put into your system so expect vitality and energy to just start coming up coming up and really feeling real good and let me tell you really fortunate guys this is one of the most exciting weeks of the year for me. And Sunday is the most special of days. I love you. I hope that you have a beautiful day. Whether you spend it alone. But I, I, would, I would recommend that you spend it with people. Because this is a really harmonious day. When affection and connection will be at their most possible. 
you let me know in the comments below. How did you spend this beautiful day? And not only that, how are you going to spend the week? And how has the energy been impacting you? Like how, how have you been feeling it? Because for those of you who wrote to me, either on live chat or in comments and been saying, Michelle, I've been feeling something coming too. I can't understand it. It's, it's making me feel nervous, but I want it. My friends, that's how a woman feels when she's gone into labor. You're not, it's like the one time in your life or one of the few times in your life when you're not running away, away from pain, you're running toward pain because you so know and you're so connected to your God space that so you understand that this pain is leading me to someplace beautiful. And that is about to be answered for us. And that feeling, something's coming, it's about to be relieved. I love you guys. Please remember if you like this video to show that love and give it a thumbs up. If you're just finding this video now, thank you so much for finding it. Please subscribe to the channel as I make one of these videos every single week, every single week. And I would love for you to enjoy them. And also over here, I do daily tarot card readings. So if you're a subscriber, you can join in those live chats and I would love to hear your voice on those. I'm gonna leave you with the mantra that I actually say to myself every morning. Dear God, please align my desires for myself with your desires for me. I love you guys. Today is a Today is a very good day and this week is a beautiful week. I'll see you in the videos.